Big media believes you should be told what to think. We disagree. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Interesting article that was published in the Washington Post over the last couple of days or so, just over the past week, really. Uh, And that was essentially trying to, at least the way I read it, not necessarily attack homeschooling, but more trying to delegitimize in sort of a backhanded approach to homeschooling. And I find that interesting because homeschooling is growing so much, especially over the last few years. So what do we make now of the argument that there is a revolt, using their words, of homeschooling parents, particularly Christian parents, who are flocking back, particularly to K through 12 public education, which I haven't really seen that around where I live, but that's the argument that's being made. How much of that is a factual discussion? How much of that is a narrative? And most importantly, what do parents need to know? I'm Mike Ferguson. I am now joined by Thea Shoemake, and she is the founder of the website, which is homeschoolreadyornot.com. And we will uh, repeat that uh, website a little bit later. Thea, thanks so much for being on the program. I was a little surprised uh, with all the political things going on, with all the economic things going on, with all the cultural things going on, that the Washington Post went out of their way to tell the country that there is a revolt against homeschooling because I certainly haven't seen it around here. You know, Mike, I first thank you and appreciate you having me on. Totally agree. If we are going after homeschoolers in this country, I'm going to presume that every other problem has been fixed and we're inventing stuff to go after. Um, Secondly, we must be over the mark because typically what propaganda does or the intent is to sway you from the general trend, which the Washington Post itself in that article mentioned is growing exponentially. I mean, the the growth per annum over the last decade in the homeschool demographic has been anywhere from two to 8%. They know this. And uh, I think it's just about power and control. And unfortunately, the Washington Post has no problem exploiting this family's issues to make homeschooling an antagonist in a story where clearly it's just part of the setting. And I would say to the Washington Post that if you want to talk about educational settings and you want to keep score in the game of assault, rape, and general violence, then I got news for them. Homeschooling is a distant third without any chances of catching up to other traditional school environments. When we look at education options in this country, I mean, somebody could argue it was a broader attack on school choice, but it looked to me, Thea, like it really was targeting homeschooling. And we'll get into the why here in just a minute. But when when you look at why go after something like this, I mean, I've already seen responses to this, talking about the Duggars and their TV show and, and all the weird stuff that's happened out of that. But really, you can look at the kids, but to me, it's more about them going after the parents, at least from what I was reading in that and in some of the responses as well. When you're reading that article, I mean, did you feel like this was going after you or after any kids' education in particular, or can you separate the two? That's a great question. Um, When I read the article, I just rolled my eyes because I've been involved in politics at the local, state, and national level for over two decades. So I've seen this coming. In 2002, a statehouse staffer let slip 
that homeschoolers are always a target in education policy. They've just not gotten to us yet. So it, that was both a blessing and a curse. But they have to go after the situation where parents are going to know their children and vice versa, teach their children to critically think. And are there outliers in every situation? Of course there are. But as far as I know, there's only one perfect parent, and even he had dysfunctional children. So I think it's interesting that they're trying to demonize the demographic, and that's the implicit message here, and try to name, again, homeschooling as the evil whatever uh, for a breeding ground for strict parents or whatever the story is. And again, it's really unfortunate that this family has been exploited. So the question I've got then is why? Why go after homeschooling families, parents, kids? Why go after that in particular at this stage of the game, especially after schools were shut down for, for years because of the fears over the coronavirus? Well, I think it's very clear that the attack on or consumption of or ownership of children is the goal. I mean, I can, at the Social Workers Conference education in communist Russia, a uh, hundred years ago, they told the group there that they have to get children from the very earliest stages to pull them away from the influence of their families. So they do not want parents taking ownership of and responsibility for their children's education. Because if they do, they're going to create critical thinkers who know how to weigh things in front of them and who know how to spot propaganda eventually and who can think for themselves. That, you know, that's just the goal of a, of a communist agenda. So, Thea, when you look at whether it's a debate like this or an article like uh, like the one that was in The Washington Post, there could be parents out there saying, boy, I don't like the public schools. Maybe I can't afford a uh, parochial school, or I just think that I've got a better approach to what I want my kid to learn. But that could really intimidate some parents away from homeschooling. What do they need to know when it comes to weighing all their options? Because when I look at homeschooling, I just see another choice when it comes to education freedom, and you can pick whatever is right for you. Absolutely. And we want all educational environments to thrive. Whatever concerns they have can probably be turned right back around and applied more broadly to other environments, number one. Number two, most of those concerns can be mitigated by parents. So for instance, the socialization myth or the introversion myth or whatever myth that you've heard about homeschooling, if that's a concern to you, the beautiful part of homeschooling flexibility is that you understand you own and have responsibility for your child's education. You can mitigate that. You can step in and say, you know what? I don't like the way this homeschooling family did it. I'm going to do it differently. What's the answer to the worry that, well, but if we don't have oversight from the state or control or rules from the state, we just don't know if we trust you to educate your kids, which is one of the complaints I hear from a lot of people, teachers unions, are, I think, are the loudest on this. They say, but if we don't have the government running this, then we just can't guarantee kids are going to get educated. Well, I would say that nine times out of 10, well-intended or not, government destroys everything it touches. That's why it's going after this demographic that has traditionally been so successful. So um, I, I'm not sure when they sweep their own doorstep and show me success, general success in their own backyard. Maybe they can look at me and offer some suggestions, 
But until then, they need to stay out of my homeschool. Why should parents consider, why should families consider homeschooling for their kids, whether that ends up being the right choice or not? Why should that at least be on the menu of options? That's a great question. Uh, Some parents look at it as a calling. Some parents look at it as a refuge. I think more so over the last several years, it's the latter. And if that is an option for you and you can work it out with the logistics within your family, I would say, you know, like most things worth it, homeschool can be challenging on a good day. But let me tell you, it, it has been the hardest thing I've done, but it has been the most rewarding thing I've done. So tell me about homeschoolreadyornot.com. What are parents or what are students going to find there? So several years ago, I procured the domain name. I thought, you know, wouldn't it be nice to have a resource for these parents where they could go to get answers, but also to point them in different directions? Because there are so many wonderful options out there with regard to curricula or getting legal or finding community. So we exist to help shepherd parents who are considering the homeschool lifestyle through any real or perceived barriers to entry. That's what we want to do. All right. Uh, homeschoolreadyornot.com. Thea, are you on any social media? Yes, sir. I am at Magistra One. Now that's Latin for teacher. Magistra, M-A-G-I-S-T-R-A-O-N-E on both Twitter and Instagram. But I will say this, social media is not my jam. So be patient. I'm still, I'm analog in a digital world, Mike. So I'm I'm still trying to catch up. Got it. All right. Uh, Thea Shoemake, once again, homeschoolreadyornot.com. Really appreciate uh, the information and the response to that article. Thanks for having me on. Have a great day. Well, just ahead, we just kind of assume the younger you are, the more likely you are to be a liberal in America. Is that changing? We'll talk about that just ahead right here on American Viewpoints. 